Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place. Because Kirsten and Scally, well, they don't they cast on this show are truly a disgrace so we don't care about the love that might be there yeah we just want to see the drama hello everyone and welcome back to our love island recap i am your host kirsten mckinnis joined as always by Honestly, my my rock in podcasting, Brian Scally. Scally, how's it going? Your rock. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you like literally. I was like, this podcast wouldn't exist. Like you do everything behind the scenes. Hey, you got the names of the new people, so that's good. <laughs> but uh, no, I was uh, you know just getting off scrambling to get all ten new Islanders names. Not even confident we have them all, but I am good and excited to talk about uh, three good episodes. And uh, Casa Amor is here. This is not a drill. It is Casa Amor. And I cannot think of a better night to bring in this wonderful guest from the RHAP class of 2020. We have Mari with us. Mari, how's it going? Hey, how y'all doing? I am so excited to talk about Love Island. And I know people out there like, yo, she literally can't watch this much TV. And I just want to say, guys, we're in a pandemic. I watched a lot of TV before this happened. Now I'm stuck at home, working from home. It's nothing but reality TV all the time. So I'm going to be on these things. At this point, it's like, are we going to watch all of the TV and run out of content? That's my fear. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But I'm excited. I'm a fan of Love Island. I watched uh, the the first U.S. season until the end. It was very boring at the end. Um, I watched about two seasons of the U.K. version, but it's so long (laughs) that I I think I I would quit like 75% of the way through, especially after like my faves went home. So, I mean, I'm a casual. I'm a Love Island casual if there ever was one. But this season... This season right here, man. I'm excited. I can't wait. Thank you for having me here for Casa Amor. Oh, please! Thank you for coming on. Uh, that's what I always say. See, what season? Do you know which seasons of Love Island UK you jumped into out of curiosity? Out of curiosity? 
Yes, I saw Georgia's season, Georgia, Samira, and Sam Bird season. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, which was four. I think I saw. I think I saw a little bit of season two before that, but I didn't oh, see okay. the most recent ones. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see five or six. I know gotcha. that. Yeah, you're Their missing out on three of defenders, my favorites. Though. I do love season two. Season four is not my fave, but you know. (laughs) I didn't get through all of season four and I'm not going back because it tried to get love for this show. Um, (laughs) But I am going to watch five and six after this is all over with. And that was the thing. The only reason why I started watching it when it was like on Hulu a few years ago was people kept saying it was so good. It was so good. And like it was was okay like it was okay and that was my introduction to love that was my introduction to love island so like and of course so i was like watching samira and watching her storyline i was like uh, the whole like will she survive will she survive thing is what kept me and then after that i was just like "Mm." it it, it just lost interest to me so um what i need your season suggestions i can so i can definitely go back and watch i always recommend three two is great five is great but you know we'll we'll talk off the podcast i'll get you up on all the best seasons to be watching (laughs) for now i'm telling people u.s season two and then we'll go to uk (laughs) right (laughs) yes that's that's what we're pushing right now uh I still, I don't think that you can say that you are a Love Island casual when you are keeping up with the episodes and now you're about to podcast about three of them. (laughs) I I think that we can call you a super fan. And if anyone has a problem with that, I don't care. There you go. So shall it be written? Shall it be done? Yes. Okay. So uh, where we ended off uh, when we talked about last week with, uh, with Ali Lasher, when we truly were the most unhinged, I think we've ever been, and it was so much fun. And um, it's a high bar. Like yeah. literally, the bar for how unhinged we can become. Just we keep raising the bar and clearing it. It's honestly impressive, and I we haven't been fired yet, so it, we'll just. It, it was a good one. It was a ratings <laughs> booster that the last podcast with Ali definitely literally bless you you're so um but at the at the end of that last episode uh we had seen the rachel justine caleb love triangle situation which came out of nowhere again i'll admit uh it did come to a head and it ended with uh rachel coming home going home sorry and uh we did just want to touch base at the top of the episode we told you last week we take a day off. That day is Saturday. We do not watch the recap episodes. Uh, so we do rely on people to let us know if we have missed anything crucial. And we were informed about a scene uh, from this past week's recap uh, where Justine and Rachel were bonding about the struggle of dating as black women, having trouble finding guys that were into black girls. Um, you know, Justine feeling kind of self-conscious when Rachel came in because it did seem like she had made immediate connections where Justine had more trouble and uh, Rachel did, you know, let Justine know that, you know, she was adopted into a white family, which she feels makes it easier for her to connect in white spaces. And obviously this is something that we really wanted to discuss on the podcast. Um, shame on CBS for putting this in the Saturday night recap episode instead of the main episode. Um, but uh, yeah, before that's we get so into ridiculous, the, mm-hmm. right? that's like, ridiculous. Why would you leave that out? 
if there was anything that I wanted to see twice, it would be this. But you're making me watch the challenges twice and this gets relegated to the Saturday. So I was very happy for it to be shown on a CBS primetime show and for it to be discussed because it's something that we've talked about in past episodes that Justine mm-hmm. was having difficulty connecting. And it always seems to be the case for at least one, if not all of the black women early on in dating shows like this. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to see that Rachel had success pretty quickly. Justine is now finding a lot of success, but it was a really interesting conversation, especially you get to see like Justine was um, talking about how like even at home, this is an issue. This isn't something that's exclusive to the villa. So um, I definitely was happy that this made it on TV, but uh, next time let's get it on the main, the main show guys. Yeah, I unfortunately I didn't get to see that, but from everything that I've seen from Love Island and being a black woman myself, it really is hard. Like we, like you guys have covered with, you know, the colorism and dating shows like this, Justine had to work claw like to get her footing in that house and I'm not surprised that Rachel's background is, you know, she's she was adopted by a white family, but like sometimes as a, as a black woman, you do anything you can to have to try and fit in and assimilate. Um, luckily for me, um, I know, uh, Kirsten, you were talking about this, but like, I'm a military brat. So like you pointed out before, as a military brat, you have to find ways to try and like make friends quickly and <laughs> detach just as quickly. <laughs> so you'll cut anybody out at any time. Do not cross us. Do not say nothing to me. You are gone. Yes. So like <laughs> I get it. I really do get that. And to watch uh Justine's growth this season has been one of the like main highlights for me. And um I am, of course, Team Justine, and I will get into some of that Trey stuff a little later. (laughs) (laughs) A few words for him. Um, But I've been that girl. You know, I've been that girl with with Justine, just as being that girl with Rachel. Like, I've been that girl who, like, guys kind of just pass over, and it takes really, like, having to get to know me to be like, oh, wow, you're kind of awesome. It's like, yeah, I'm awesome. Like, duh. Like, you didn't, just (laughs) because you didn't see it off the bat, like, doesn't mean I'm any less awesome. So, I get it. I I do like, like I said, I, I like watching her this season. I love watching them together. It sucks that it ended out the way it, it did, but this was a very important conversation that I really don't understand why it wasn't put on prime time, middle of the week television. And like that mm-hmm. is insane. I mean, sorry, that is just doesn't make sense to me. No, I completely agree. If anyone does want to go back and watch it, it's around the 30 minute mark of the Saturday episode. I believe it's episode 11. So uh, you definitely can go find it on CBS All Access and uh, places like that. But uh, in Canada, it's on um, CTV on their website. Okay. So it is still available. People can go. I do uh, recommend it's a very quick clip, so it's not going to take you a long time to go back. Uh, But uh, hopefully we see more uh, scenes like this in the future. Hell yeah. And I just want to say that if anybody doesn't recognize in the first three seconds of meeting Mari that she is a star, they can go away forever and I will find you and I will hurt you with my words because I cannot imagine not immediately clocking that. And I'm mad. Kirsten, Kirsten, my man put a ring on it. 
quick. So good, because he has taste. A man has with taste. taste. But I it's it's crazy. It's it's really kind of ridiculous. Like it's really ridiculous what we have to go through with being like the extra mile, you know? But you know, it it, it happens. And thank you. Thank you for your kind words. Uh. Y'all are making me blush. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we definitely wanted to touch base uh, with that before getting into the new episodes. So as you may or may not recall, the last episode ended with Connor getting a text that the hideaway was open. Mackenzie did her whole, uh, see you later. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm totally chill. And uh, Moira was the one who was like, hey. Shouldn't we have a vote? <laughs> but- I love Ali saying she was the queen of just kidding. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> pegged her to a T. That's it. Literally, Ali understands Mackenzie on a level that I don't think anybody does because I think all of us have been the Mackenzie and have been the Connor if we've been <laughs> in toxic relationships. But Ali just will be like, yeah, she's going to do this. And then literally the next thing you see is her doing that thing uh it's it's truly a talent and a gift that she has (laughs) the Uh, mckenzie whisperer she's a mckenzie whisperer uh so ultimately they don't even end up voting because carrington and kirsten can tell how mad mckenzie and connor are and they're like whatever just give it to them they got the text like it's for them uh so mckenzie and connor get the hideaway and uh, we get another bidet scene in CBS TV in the, la- the last month. <laughs> the what only person, on? the only thing having a good year is the bidet industry. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting so much free advertisement on CBS. I mean, I want one. I mean, I get it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, a bidet is great. Like, there's no question of it. I don't understand all these people acting like it is weird. Like, uh, I would say probably. <laughs> Like they're a huge percentage of the world uses yep. a bidet every single day. Uh, we're the weird ones. Like we're the weird <laughs> ones for not, and yet people are like, mm, "What's this water toilet?" And it's <laughs> I just don't understand. But yeah, Connor tries it for the first time, and Mackenzie's like, "There's just so many new experiences for you in the hideaway." Like I love oh to God. give, and tonight I'll be giving a lot, and you'll be <laughs> receiving. <laughs> This yeah. was so, um, <laughs> like, I was, I do uh, suffer from secondhand embarrassment, um, but not, not in a, in a, like, oh, cringy way. Just like, I don't, this is going to sound weird. I don't like watching people kiss. So I watch all these dating shows. So as soon as they start to, like, lean in, I kind of just, like, ugh, like, put my face down. Because I just think it's so awkward watching people kiss. And then, like, to see this whole scene with Mackenzie and Connor in the bed, because CBS, like, really just went in on that mm-hmm. scene. I was like, oh, my God, I am dying over here. I am just embarrassed they were zooming in i was like oh no oh no (laughs) well you had connor who was just as bashful um saying how he is very very ticklish um just like laughing and like could not hold it together for three seconds before me again he's like why are you laughing at me stop it so it was she was so mad she was so mad (laughs) Well, she wanted her perfect romantic getaway. She wanted to use 
uh, sex to seal the deal. Mm-hmm. And obviously that wasn't what was going to happen. Um, we also get during this time, uh, Kirsten and Carrington do not let the lack of a hideaway stop them. They decide to have some shower fun. Uh, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, not good. If you can't go on a vacation, you got to get your own staycation in 2020. So they're living by the same model and making the best of it. I, I agree with that concept, but <laughs> but Kirsten and Carrington being the ones to do exactly. it, I was just like, well, don't like it, it. Just felt desperate. It just felt a little desperate, even more so than the McKenzie and Connor thing. I felt like McKenzie was kind of doing it to like seal the deal. Meanwhile, uh, Kirsten was doing it to like save her relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't think it's just her fault. I was also like, Carrington, you've been saying how you are not really feeling her and yet you're in the shower. Like, w- really? And then as soon and then as soon as it was done, the next day he was like, "Oh, I, I, I think we should be friends." I was like, "Oh, yeah, you're 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 Can we can we cuss on this podcast? Did I already cuss?" Anyway, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Away. Yeah, no, we oh, we <laughs> can absolutely say fuck away on this podcast. <laughs> I've been saying that. It's called being 22, I think. Um, yeah. I get really yeah. uncomfortable anytime Carrington gets physical cuz I'm like that's illegal. yeah i don't know if you can talk about carrington without using words like that for him so i think that it is fine uh you definitely have like them and then also like speaking of couples with no chemistry uh moira and calvin are like all of a sudden kissing in bed together a little bit we will get to that Uh (laughs) but this hey this is before anything suspicious so far and like this little part alone you're like maybe it's developing no when i saw this i was like there is no chemistry at all what are they even doing like is it peer pressure like it felt more like calvin is like appeasing moira until a new girl gets here (laughs) yes exactly oh my god this was like this was weird this was like watching um like two like third graders kiss kind of like (laughs) oh no like like, they're just so timid and and like first kiss vibes like so weird yo it was so weird (laughs) to me moira and calvin are like a barbie and ken doll below the waist (laughs) (laughs) now kiss (laughs) right yeah and you just push them you push their faces together now kiss (laughs) (laughs) we also got lauren um sleeping in a separate bed from trey because apparently she does not know that the sound of snoring can in fact travel one from one bed to another <laughs> I feel like this is never a move you see on the UK version so you know they're outside but I guess the limitations of this villa uh, they're free to move around wherever they feel like sleeping it seems like right they just have extra extra beds all willy nilly yeah they should have made her sleep in a trundle bed <laughs> that would be so funny. Can you imagine oh if God. she pulls out the trundle bed from under where Trey is sleeping? She's like right there. 
Okay, yeah, for next season, definitely put some trundles in the villa. Yeah, CBS, we know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> definitely, this is definitely what they're listening to. Um, so the next morning, um, they do the little, like, Grease summer loving, like, boy talk, girl talk thing. And Connor's like, it was romantic. We had a nice time. That's all like, you get. And then Mackenzie's like, so, the physical thing. Connor has done nothing physically. I did the bare minimum and he was mind blown. Mind blown. Oh my God. But yeah. this is kind of real life though. Because when it always seems like when the men, when men are trying to, the very few times that they're trying to be like, oh, it, you know, I don't kiss and tell. It's always the woman like, ah, da, da, da. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised. Mackenzie was just airing all of they all of they business out there. Do you think mm-hmm. that Connor just didn't know the terminology for what they had done, and he was too embarrassed no. to ask? <laughs> Uh, Connor was very ticklish. We've established this. Uh, there was uh, uh, unexplored things going on for Connor. Maybe I felt a little bad as far as uh, you don't want. Like I understand completely when you're with your friends, she's with her friends, whoever's with their friends. Uh, you're gonna talk. Felt a little bad for him. Her uh, for him with Mackenzie uh, airing everything out on tv but yeah i it is what it is like we said when you talk with your friends it's uh a different well, game. better off well, a little that, bit there. i guarantee you that was not everything that she had to say they oh no 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 <laughs> there was definitely more <laughs> uh, with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So they do their challenge, the the first challenge of the week or game or what I, what are we calling them? Challenges, games, comps? Yeah, uh, yeah whatever you want to say. Not, not comps. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a smooch, marry, pie. So you choose someone to kiss, choose someone to marry, and choose someone to pie off by hitting with a pie to the face yeah definitely uh i would say better known as uh ding mary kill on this <laughs> network but pie is a british slang word for like reject so like that it made the move over here and uh you know there were some interesting outcomes here this was really cute i really liked this challenge actually i thought it was really fun now tell me why everyone was proposing to connor <laughs> what do they see that I don't see? He's like beloved in this villa because, yeah. like I've said, you everyone sees 
what Connor, how he talks about McKenzie and like, oh, poor old Connor. But they don't see him with McKenzie when they're alone. So he doesn't uh-huh. see him gaslighting her. So then it's like, oh, wow, he's telling her all these things and she still doesn't get it. It's like, no, he's telling her the exact opposite of what he's telling you. Yeah, I um, I actually think Connor kind of has some resemblance to Cam from Love is Blind. I think you guys may have said it last week, okay, but the yeah. whole the whole geek who's hot but doesn't know he's hot, and he really just is really bad with words, as we saw. <laughs> and so I I I want to give him the benefit of a, the doubt, but he, I mean the difference in the things that he says to McKenzie to the things that he says to other people is starting to get wider and wider, and you can't like def- start to defend that. You know what I'm saying? But he's he seems nice, you know. Eh. Yeah, I'm sure he thinks he's very nice. Um, What I really hated in this was a lot of when the men were pieing the women, they were really like squishing the pie onto like the top of these women's (laughs) heads. And it's like a lot of these women have hair extensions (laughs) and you can't get whipped cream like that's hard to fix and deal with. And yeah, I, uh, like, especially uh, when um, Calvin, like, got Mackenzie, I was like, this is beyond, <laughs> like, this is beyond a game. This is not okay. You're not supposed to put the pie on the top of somebody's head. He was not playing around with that pie. He was, <laughs> he had something to say. I feel like it's a move that people do pull a lot on these shows, like whether it's on top of or like moving it to the side, spreading it around uh, hair extensions, not something that uh, as a guy, I would have thought of immediately being difficult, but yeah, it definitely not the best move from Calvin here, whether it was just choosing to pie McKenzie in the first place, uh, what he said or how he did. So I would be furious if I had hair extensions and then somebody put whipped cream in them. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was a whole thing. Mackenzie talking to Connor about how Calvin's pie was too personal. Um, mm-hmm. Worried about what Connor has been saying about her because Calvin was like emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, she, Mackenzie was like, I'm wifey material. Why did I get proposed to by the other guy? <laughs> did you did you guys see the question that we got? It was um which is better? Is it is it better to kiss or marry the person you are coupled up with? What's y'all opinions on that? See, okay. There could be a short-term problem if you kiss somebody else. Mm-hmm. But like imagine if Connor had proposed to somebody else and kissed Mackenzie, what the reaction would have been. Whereas he was able to just do like a quick peck and then like a nice proposal and prevent any sort of drama. I I do think you should propose to the person that you really want. I'm going to disagree. Generally, (laughs) I am going to say that generally from watching numerous seasons of love Island at this point, it seems to be the the one. (laughs) this is the first time I've seen this challenge (laughs) but it seems to be the ideal strategy to kiss who especially if you are in like an established couple if you are you know just getting started here you know 
do what you want. But if you're in an established couple, it seems generally kiss who you're coupled up with, propose to her best friend, and then (laughs) (laughs) so that that's uh, you know, or like Connor kiss Justine, and Justine and Mackenzie seem like pretty close. So I think that is like probably the move is don't go for someone that you guys as a couple are not necessarily speaking to all the time. Go Mm -hmm. for someone that you're already friends with. Right. And that that kind of went down gender lines because it looked like the boys, if I remember correctly, it looked like the boys kissed their kissed their pair and then like propose most of them except for Connor, then propose to somebody else. Meanwhile, the girls or did I say that backwards? Well we didn't way, all the smooches generally. We, right. I, yeah, either way, I, I just I don't think I guess you would just have to know who what your partner would prefer. Exactly. Because I feel like me personally, I would prefer you you propose to me. And like you said, just give somebody else like a quick peck on the cheek or something. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine Connor proposing to another girl? How Mackenzie would feel about that? Right. That's true. But maybe I'm just speaking to that specific circumstance yeah yeah i guess because i was gonna say at the same time like their first kiss oh the one in the challenge didn't count we have to wait for the real one they're mm-hmm. coupling their boyfriend and girlfriend oh that one didn't count we gotta wait for the real the proposal <laughs> oops that doesn't count it was in a challenge we gotta wait for the real one right so you know they're well, used to not calling that first one not putting too much weight there well and they're also in a relationship yeah. where they can say their boyfriend girlfriend and then take it back and then say it again as many times as they want <laughs> take it back and I think because Caleb proposed to Justine, but then kissed Lauren, right? I think he kissed Mackenzie, which was, uh, Mackenzie? yeah, he was saying like, oh, like, I got to see what uh, keeps Connor coming back. Oh, oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. You're right. I was surprised. Uh, I did not think that uh, people would be bo- so bold to kiss Mackenzie. Uh, I was super, like, and I didn't think that Lauren would be so bold as to kiss Caleb necessarily. Although I guess Lauren kind of, yes, you, okay. uh, you know, she prided herself on being the most bold person in the villa. So maybe I shouldn't have been so surprised, but right. definitely a couple surprising ones. It was a fun challenge overall. Yeah. And, and that's what, and, and Justine was in the, in the confessional being like, Oh yeah, he proposed to me. So I think it, I think it really is just by, Per couple, mm-hmm. that whatever that couple's preference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, sorry, I get so distracted. There's like birds outside <laughs> my window. Uh, <laughs> so then we get uh, Calvin does actually apologize to Mackenzie for the like aggressive uh, pieing, uh, but they're friends now. It was light. It was definitely lighthearted. Okay. Uh, and Mackenzie's like, I will forgive, but I will not forget. Right. And, and yeah, and like, and like you said, like that whole emotional roller coaster, and Mackenzie, like, again, questioning Connor, what do you be saying to these people behind my back? It, it's, it's the McConnor, it's the McConnor. Okay. Well, it's the McKenzie McKenzie and Connor show. (laughs) Exactly. And I mean, I like the, uh, I thought McKenzie might be getting a little bit of self-awareness, but when she said, I didn't even think I was going to get pied, like maybe it's totally different. But on the show, it was like, I I thought she might get all six. (laughs) Yeah, even Connors. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, it's over. (laughs) <laughs> um, except he would and only then, say that to the other people and then to her he would say let's move in together 
so we also get some girl talk. Uh, Moira is upset because Calvin kissed Kirsten. Mackenzie is like, well, you know, Calvin hasn't been tested yet. There's been no new girls. Um, no. I like, well, look at her giving good advice to other people and not taking it. Yep. <laughs> uh, and she, uh, Moira talks about taking it slow because with James, it was so fast and it went so far out of control. Uh, Mackenzie says that she can take things slow physically, but like you have to move faster emotionally, uh, which is, yeah. I mean, great advice. I, this Moira Calvin situation Perfect is so advice. fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. it could have been a scarecrow that walked in next, and Moira would have coupled up with the, him over uh, James. over James. <laughs> so it does not surprise me that Calvin, you know, is having an easy time in terms of like not having to put that much effort in. I think Moira was just so scarred from what happened to James; she's happy to have like more stability there. But uh, it seems pretty obvious from this episode, especially that there is absolutely nothing between these two. Nothing. Right. Uh, we also get uh, so Caleb and Justine are quickly becoming one of my favorite couples. Um, I just think they're so sweet. I love in one of the episodes they have a scene where they're just like sitting off to the side talking about all the other couples um, and they have a really sweet conversation in this first episode about how um, Justine can't read Caleb wants to make sure he's interested um, and he's like well I thought I have been showing interest and they talk about their love languages and how they're different and I just feel like there is something very sweet and genuine about this connection even though it is fresh and new um how how do you feel about caleb and justine murray Uh, i love them so much like of course i love them so much and the moment that justine had made her move on him in the last challenge i was like they are they are perfect for each other because like we said previously him and rachel like she was never with him it didn't seem like they never had a spark or anything so Justine and Caleb, even last week when y'all were doubt, or last podcast when y'all were doubting them a little bit, I was like, nope. I was like, nope, this is gonna work. My girl Justine saw what she wanted and she took it. And I am like so happy for them because I, I really do think they are a, a good fit. Um, just the way they play off of each other. I think Justine is so ridiculously funny. Like that girl is hilarious. Like again, her and Selly, like, please can we like all go to the movies or something? Because they are <laughs> hilarious. I I have to say, I I know we haven't really brought her up, but Sully really um has won me over because I at first I really did misjudge her. I thought she was gonna be like um what's the other girl that left the first night because Trey didn't pick her? Caitlin. Caitlin. I thought she was gonna be like Caitlin, kinda like um Kirsten, like like no personality, but Sully has like the best personality. Between her and Justine, like can we just give them both a show and like I will watch that every day. <laughs> How <laughs> yeah, dare can... you uh Kirsten goes out on the rain she has so much personality <laughs> oh, I was yeah. going to say Justine and Sally come on this podcast don't start your own rival 
them, please, because <laughs> I like them quite a bit. Uh, I wouldn't say I was doubting Justine and Caleb as much as much as I was cautious because it was so new in the last mm-hmm. batch of episodes. This batch, I am, and you know, even at this point where we're at already in this uh, batch of episodes, I like them a lot. I know that he's yeah. saying uh, that he is much more of like he is basically in so many words saying like I give you many words of affirmation she's saying yeah but I'm more physical touch so where you know Carrington and Kirsten ultimately like that was kind of a nothing's going anywhere after this point it seems like they are both willing to work with each other and I like love just seeing like now that he's pointed out like how much he compliments her I feel like every scene like you can clock like there were four compliments dropped as soon as she walked in the room all the time he's uh, it's so cute like you love seeing men just compliment women just for no reason but it just I know it just has to feel so empowering for her after all of that mess that she's gone through so far in the villa so I really appreciate their relationship I really hope it um um progresses because like you said they were doing a they were doing a great job just that conversation that they had seemed like it was actually like making progress as opposed to like a Connor McKenzie um, uh, conversation, a, a Moira and Calvin conversation or a Kirsten and Carrington conversation. Like it really did feel like they were both like, like listening to each other and thinking of ways that they could um, then uh, pro- make a progression. So I, I really like that scene. I Give me more of them. Give me more of Justine period. You know how we yes. were. Yes. And we okay. haven't seen any lying or gaslighting in this relationship. So yeah. that's a huge <laughs> point in their favor. Puts them above uh, pretty much everyone else already. <laughs> right. Um, we had like talk like Carrington was talking to Trey about Kirsten about how Kirsten needs too much reassurance. And then Kirsten talking to the girls about how like her and Carrington are not progressing. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like, you need to talk to him. And she's like, I'm mm-hmm. where he's too comfortable. And then we finally get the Carrington Kirsten talk and Carrington is just trying to end it. Mm-hmm. And Kirsten mm-hmm. is trying to actually express her emotions. And then they decide Ooh. that they're going to just be friends. I feel like she was like, hey, I feel like we need to talk. And he's like, thank God you ended this. I've been way. I'm so glad we're on a mutual page. <laughs> like, oh, and she's like, yeah, me too. Great. And he's like, he's like right. you need someone who's going to reassure you. And she's like, yeah. And that's why I'm just confused because you used to reassure me a lot. And he's like, no, I never did that. <laughs> yeah this conversation was it was awkward it, it, I felt I did feel bad for Kirsten here I really did but whew, they were not not the same page not the same book not the same nothing they're in two different libraries yeah and I do I like that he even like acknowledges like you deserve someone who's like gonna make your time better here and like yeah you like are more compatible with like initially and all of that. Uh, it sucks that he is basically not willing to try at all, but you know, at least he is being upfront with her and uh, like they're having this conversation rather than him just like pairing up with Lauren last week and then she goes home or something. So yeah. uh, they end with like a confessional where he's like, yeah, you know, I really do like Kirsten, like Kirsten. And then it just like, feels like they cut off like the butt (laughs) so (laughs) they're kind of setting it up where like uh will they get back together but i feel like this is done yeah yeah 
And it felt a little icky again, like I said, after they were like just in the shower together, like the night before. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I definitely thought I was like, what if they had gotten the hideaway? <laughs> like after they got the date, then they get the hideaway. And then the next morning, they're like, yeah, no, that, we're done. <laughs> That's it. And Can Mackenzie you, would have been yeah. furious. <laughs> if she had given up the hideaway and then they broke up in there. <laughs> oh. Now that would have been some TV gold, though. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick. Speaking of which, I didn't look at the hideaway like the last time it was on the TV. Which I was like, I it came back and I heard what you guys said. I was like, oh my god, they literally just hung sheets on a wall in a hotel room. Yep. Oh my god, it's so bad. The like mouth shaped headboard. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, what? Who made that? Who did they pay to build that? Whose idea was that? Because every single person in those chains should be fired from their jobs. It's like they had like a the, the leftover They had a leftover roll of tool from making this week's wedding dresses and we're like, ah, just put it on the wall. Like that's it. <laughs> we don't have anything else. Oh man, it was, it was bad. Because again, I didn't look at it last week because I'm a professional. I take this very seriously. Uh, and so I made sure to look at it this time. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like this? This is the luxurious hideout. They were like, just put in a bidet and no one will notice that the rest of it looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the villa is like very, especially for being, you know, like a last minute, like, we have to figure out how we're actually going to film. Looks great, but hideaway, not so much. So ugly. Ugh, we hate it. Um, so then we get kind of more conversations setting up um, that Carrington wants to pursue Lauren. Trey wants to p- pursue Kirsten. Um, it's still like, I feel like we don't really get any actual information about this but we see them bringing up and acting like it's going to become a thing even though spoiler alert it will not become a thing (laughs) i wrote trey and gangton decide to switch partners without you know telling their partners (laughs) it's like hello i will give you my couple uh in exchange for your couple and 10 goats thank you yeah Yeah. what what was that like CIA talk that Trey was doing with Lauren? Like, what what if what if someone else in here liked you? What what would you do? She's like, well, who? I, I'm not gonna say names. What? what? Yeah, I'm As confused. If anybody didn't see Trey and Carrington <laughs> talking for like hours? It's. I feel like it would be very obvious. Um, well, I feel just- like Lauren was there and ready to give good TV. Oh, a hundred percent. You have Trey. Like, first of all, he's talking to Carrington. And last week he's telling us like, oh, like I'm into Kirsten. He started saying it this week, too. But then he talks to him and Carrington's like, I'm not into her at all. And Trey still doesn't even tell him that. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll couple with her as friends. Like, that's fine. (laughs) And so then when he goes to Lauren, he's like, so if there was a guy who was into you and you were into him, would you be open to cut? Like, Obviously, that's a yes, and we all know it's Carrington. We don't have to keep like speaking in code, Trey. Can you so, imagine if it was Connor? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but I like also that he's like wingmanning for him. Like, I hope you understand that Carrington was in a tough situation. Like, Lauren doesn't care at all. Like, okay, Carrington's cool. <laughs> Done. I don't care about Kirsten. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't care about yeah. any of the women. 
Yeah. Or the men for that matter right now, I don't think. That's true. She doesn't care about anybody but herself and her time on camera. And honestly, I respect the hustle. That's true. <laughs> um, so we we get like some brief Moira Calvin stuff that I just I don't even think is worth addressing. So I'm going to jump straight uh-huh. down to Sally and Johnny because I like them. Uh, mm-hmm. So Sally is trying every day to make Johnny fall in love with her, gives him a facial, gives him a massage, is just pampering him. And it's just such a cute scene. With Johnny so and cute. Sally. I loved it so much. And then, like, even when they're together, she's like, yeah, this is part of my evil plan to get you to fall in love with me. And he's like, it's working. Aww. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's an emotion. <laughs> there was a point, and I think that, uh, like, when I was, like, you know, checking social media, looking around, some people have been accusing Sally and Johnny of, like, putting it on and, like, being a game player, trying to win towards the end. I don't really get that vibe. I know that Sally yeah. is, like, a very bubbly personality, and I think that some people will assume that's put on, but she's been pretty consistent the whole time. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, but you get, like, real moments where she's, like, seeing Carrington and Kirsten, like, fall apart, like, worried her so i do like that she's being open about that and johnny like reassures her like oh they were never on our level and i like them a lot yeah and i think it's little moments too i i find myself looking at them in moments where it's just like after a recoupling or or when the group has come together for something and if you look at all the couples for stuff like that um, Johnny and Sally are always holding hands. They're always like hugged up on each other. They're always like doing mm-hmm. small kisses, like stuff like that. If you're putting on, like really putting on, you don't think of the little stuff when it's not like cameras focused towards you. You know what I'm saying? And I look for that in the other couples to try and tell like who seems like more genuine. And for them, they seem to be the only couple that are really express themselves by touching each other. Just just innocently enough um so i i don't know i i wouldn't agree with that assumption i i really do think that they really do like each other um and that they feel like they are the best for each other than anybody that they've been pre- presented with i mean so far so oh, i like this so we were talking about trey talking code like a cia but now you're uh doing the real investigation in the background of what's going on right <laughs> i know i look at that. everybody that is how you closely watch a tv show and we all should take a page out of this book. Um, this Thank is, you. I can't remember, Kate. They, someone gets a text that they're having a neon party. And I just, like, when was the, like, have either of you ever been to a neon party? And how old were you approximately when you went to this party? <laughs> uh, I've been to a neon bar crawl and I had to be like, it's a bar crawl. So I was probably 22. Like, when when you're young enough to start paying for bar crawls before you realize like it's a sham and you could just go to the bars without paying somebody else for a wristband. Yeah, this is like a college thing, maybe. But I mean, some of these people are cut, like barely out of college. So right, there's like the one 27 year old who's like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Hey, a nice throwback. Say. He's refusing to age too in quarantine, so I, he's good. I just the idea of putting together a neon party outfit right now is just entirely too much. But if I had an outfit that someone else liked it for me, I would go to a neon party. Oh, I saw Caleb's like full like neon green and I was like, mm, so where was that from? <laughs> <laughs> you would. 
clothes <laughs> definitely uh, provided. Uh, do you think that they were given a list or it was like everyone has to bring an animal print outfit? Everybody has no. to bring a neon outfit. Everybody this has is to not bring drag race. They're not getting no. a list of outfits right. they have to come with. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of that neon was too like spot on. Because have you been to neon parties where it's like it's neon and then somebody comes in with like a faded, like a faded highlighter color? And, like I think it was those are all freshly bought clothes that were freshly like bright it's yeah, like you this have- is my dad's hoodie from 1992 <laughs> it's exactly. like uh, I'm wearing all white with a pair of yellow socks because that's all I had on hand like yeah. they're all like the 10 outfits are the same yellow like they definitely were provided I'm just exactly. waiting for the toga party <laughs> <laughs> I, they will have it. Don't doubt them. <laughs> um, and so while they're enjoying their neon party, Ariel walks in to inform them that America and Canada have been voting on the most compatible couples. Everyone loses their minds. Uh, now, I know at the end of the, of last week's episode, we had made predictions on who would be the bottom three, but I don't remember mm. what we said. So... I thought that these uh, new boys were going to be in danger and uh, I pies on my face because they uh, two of the top three couples are these new boys in Calvin and Caleb. Yeah, I was really shocked, especially that Moira and Calvin were not in the bottom three. I think that they must have been like just barely the third place couple. Who was voting for Moira and Calvin? We need to talk. I literally, in my notes, it's Moira and Calvin, like all caps, like three question marks. Who? Who was voting for these people? I don't understand. I was, nah. Send Mari your phone number because she just wants to talk. I just want to talk. Calvin's mom was very busy that night (laughs) calling over and over. I I just, I've seen some uh, people also speculate that like Johnny and Sally were so far ahead that it was just like, uh, okay, they have 97% and with (laughs) 0.5 and 0.3%, these are the other two couples. Now that makes sense. I I saw a lot of Justine too. So I think, I think it was like maybe 75% Johnny and Sally. like maybe a good 30% Justine and Calvin. And wait, no, 20%. Okay, this isn't a math no, podcast. It is not a math podcast. <laughs> yes, we have established this is not a math podcast. I mean, are accountants even real? Is math even real? We don't know. Uh, but yeah, so the safe couples were Justine and Caleb, Moira and Calvin, and Johnny and Sally, leaving Connor and Mackenzie, Trey and Lauren, and Carrington and Kirsten at risk. And so the way they did this elimination was the couples got to decide one of the three couples that they would just save outright. And they saved Connor and Mackenzie like blessed be um i can't live without them yet and that put trey lauren carrington and kirsten at risk so the um, men got to choose one woman to send home and the women got to choose one man to send home and Mm -hmm. ultimately they sent home uh trey and lauren both uh which i was really annoyed with i wish that they had been forced to save like one from each couple Mm. 
I feel like with it, it, yes, in practice, that is much better. There were a lot of things here. Like they, when they even first get the text, Carrington and Lauren are like going to go have a conversation and the producers are like, well, this isn't going to be relevant in five minutes. Just interrupt. <laughs> like She's going home. So um, I found it interesting that they saved Connor and Mackenzie. Uh, I guess this was, seems like this was mostly a Connor save in the house, but yeah. glad they did. I do think that if uh, Carrington and Kirsten were saved. Uh, uh, Connor's so popular, I feel like, Trey, I guess Trey goes home either way. I think Trey uh-huh. was going to go home no matter what when the woman had to yeah. say because yeah. Trey had uh-huh. so hard to get Justine sent Justine home now. at the last elimination. Uh-huh. Like, I don't see a world where he gets to stay after he did that. So, yeah. I'm about to go into my Trey rant. Yeah. Please do. Everybody get ready. <laughs> so, Trey, when I tell you, I did not feel an ounce of remorse for Trey to go home, (laughs) especially once you guys said that he was campaigning for Justine like crazy. But let me just tell you what I think the Trey, where Trey went wrong, just period, and the whole Trey and Justine thing. So Trey came into this game as a footballer, somebody he played college sports. So he's used to girls throwing themselves at him at at him um it's not a secret on social media he has said the type of girls that he likes and justine is not a type of girl that he likes he has said that he likes lighter skinned women that's on him that's his preference i'm not gonna say anything about that so he comes into love island him and justine are basically it's either him and justine or him and caitlin caitlin shows absolutely no interest in him none whatsoever and he knows this but he keeps saying out his mouth she's so beautiful she's so beautiful and the whole thing to just about justine oh but you know she has a good personality or whatever he chose justine not out of the kindness of his heart and not that he he liked her but because like him and johnny were saying previously that if he picks justine that she would probably be the surefire bet to keep him or return the favor okay this was said that's not speculation so then uh the new boys come in justine repaid him back she picked him for that next um that next recoupling okay to me the debt is paid off justine told him like go pursue lauren like i'm fine with it you know what i'm saying and that was on her elimination it's basically the exact same thing that jeremiah did she she risked herself going home because she understood the situation i think she knew that trey was going to make a pass at lauren no matter what so her kind of giving him permission was also a way so she doesn't kind of look stupid again to be quite honest I, which is you know survival mode sometimes so that didn't work out come back to Justine Justine maybe tripped up by not telling him that she was interested in Caleb but at this point she owes him nothing this is what I think and when Trey found out that you know when Trey saw her kiss Caleb he got angry and not because of this bullcrap of he he was opening up to her and he liked her his ego was hurt he chose her thinking she would be indebted to him he was like I Okay, I'm getting too worked up. No, no I'm the exact right amount of this. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking so many words out of my mouth. 
He was like, you, I, I picked you to stay here because I thought you were going to be loyal to me. And this was ungrateful to him. This seemed ungrateful. His ego is hurt. It's smashed. It's bruised. He comes in here. He realizes he is not the hot ticket. And I did not like him trying to turn it on her and make her try and feel bad. I love that. Justine was like, what do you like? <laughs> okay. But I told you, you can pursue Lauren. I told you, you could pursue other girls. That meant I was going to pursue other people. I love that. He tried so much to make her feel guilty. And she was just like, no, like I, I'm unbothered. So I, I did not understand how some people were starting to like sympathize for Trey because maybe it's just from, because I, from a black woman's point of view and seeing how he is annoying his past. I was like, this is all a work. He is working you guys. He's trying not to seem like the bad guy, but he's pissed that this woman that he feels like he settled for is now rebuffing him. He was supposed to do it to her first. And Justine came into this game getting getting um, getting disrespected de- uh, left and right, not you know overtly, but just being the second choice or the third choice for people. And she stood up and she persevered until she found somebody. Trey is now realizing that he is not that for these girls that he wants to be that, and he can't handle it. His ego is in tatters. So I don't feel bad. I saw Trey going home. Good riddance, that karma, it comes and gets you. That Justine karma will come and get you. So I I felt I felt no remorse. And it's sad because that's another black person who has gone on a recoupling. I think it's been one each recoupling. Um, but I just I didn't like the way he went about a lot of this. I really didn't. And I I am not team Trey. <laughs> I am team Justine. And I'm sorry, I'm off my no, soapbox. Don't, don't, clock. don't apologize at all, because especially because I agree. But well, yeah, I, I think that I can say that, uh, Mar, you've just spoken for all of us, uh, and uh, it was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. Yeah, I, I will say also with the like Trey, I did see his tweet also um, at some point. It got sent to me. Uh, yeah, uh, I know that we it's said like, oh, it's just pre- it's, it's a shitty preference. It's not cool. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, it is. It's not cool. Right. <laughs> sorry, Trey. <laughs> yeah, not good. Um, so, and I'm not sorry, but also, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I yeah, do you have and like we said, the Justine Karma. Hey, Jeremiah friend zoned her multiple times. Jeremiah goes home. Rachel right. can't be friends with her because she's both pursuing <laughs> Caleb. Rachel goes home. Trey gets really uh, uh, offended and tries to get Justine sent home. Trey goes home. Don't right. cross Justine. <laughs> like, do not do it. Do not come for our girl. Her, you will be dead. You. She is a pattern. Simply <laughs> cannot come for her. And I, I really do want to like kind of push that whole like the preference thing. It's like I. I will say it from my point of view. I don't care if you have a preference. There's no, it's okay to have a preference. The the problem is, is when you use your preference to then, you know, shit on the people you do not prefer. You know what I'm saying? Like that has been, I know as a black woman, a crux for me, like, like black men or other men say like, Oh, I don't like to date uh, black women. I don't like to date dark skinned women because this, this, and that like you didn't need to add this, this, and that. Just say, you know, you don't prefer to, to date us. That is that is fine to me. I don't care. Never loved you. We don't need you. It's just like to put 
the people down that you do not prefer like that is just messed up that's where where we should all draw the line you shouldn't be you know coming after people just because they're not your preference but i i I do agree with what you said scally i just want to um want to put that out there because there's so much stuff about how you know we're bitter and blah 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 i just it's not about being bitter. Don't say stuff like oh. that out your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't say disrespectful stuff about somebody out out your mouth because you don't prefer them. Well, and I it's... don't think it's an acceptable thing for people to say to mm-hmm. be like, oh, this group mm-hmm. of people is bitter because we have disrespected them and been horrible to them. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If someone has been horrible to you, you're allowed to be as bitter as you want to be. And that's their <laughs> problem and not your problem. And the other right. thing, too, is it's like everybody has preferences in dating and preferences in attraction I've been very on the record my preference is obviously toxic men you know but if (laughs) I met a not toxic man that I was attracted to I would give them a chance like I just think that you can't have these hard fast rules for I will date this type of person like whoever I date has to fit in this type of box and this is what you know wifey material is and like this is what I would like none of us know ourselves well enough to know exactly what we want and to completely you know disqualify an entire population of people because you think i'm not into that is so just stupid it's it is. not it's okay very like it's so close-minded and the idea that you would be closed off to an entire population i, I it just doesn't make any sense to me and i is like it's not okay again having preferences is okay but making those preferences into a qualification i think is not okay well that's what i was going to say is that Mm -hmm. a a, a, mari is not bitter you can call me bitter i don't care (laughs) call me it let's talk but what i'm going to say is by writing off an entire group of people based on skin color or how dark their skin color is is not okay definitely not in this you know in my book whatever you want to say but it's like if because he's not saying like and this is not specifically to trey this is issue as a whole on this now where i am saying that if you uh, are you are saying that like no matter what no matter how compatible i am with someone like if that is your stance like that's not cool that's not okay it's prejudice so what uh-huh. but if you you know uh, what uh, trey i don't know trey i'm not going to speak for him but yeah i completely am team justine all the way very excited and that only adds to my excitement for her <laughs> Oof. I know. And that's Where what we do on the Love Island recap. We go for it. We are the podcast that no one listens to, so we can say whatever we want. Uh, oh, that was great. Oh, this is great. I love that the energy that we've got tonight. Um, so I guess that's uh that's night one guys that's night one well they did the like the actual breakups kind of happened at the start of night two which i hate i hate the freaking cliffhangers in this show um but ultimately we've already gone over like everyone who goes home and my favorite thing was when they get there like 30 minutes to pack lauren did try to use that as an opportunity to call people out uh, what was yeah. y'all? What was y'all? Did y'all like Lauren? I mean, I didn't like Lauren. 
I didn't okay, dislike <laughs> her either, though. Like, she was clearly just there to be on TV, to try and make good TV. And I think she injected yeah. a layer of chaos that we did need. She really mm-hmm. shook things up in her short time in the villa. Uh, and would like to point out that by the time she was leaving, her British accent was completely gone. Oh, my yeah, God. I was going to say, she accused I looked that up. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> Allie was like, yeah, that's definitely a fake accent. And then her accent was fully gone by the end of her time. <laughs> <laughs> she accused the Islanders of being as fake as her accent on her way. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, iconic. I wish she had pushed it a little bit further. I wish she had really gone into a fight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Justine said, uh, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. That would have been me. That would have been me. <laughs> is just like queen of being unbothered she got everything she wanted out of that like dumping she's got the man she's doing well she has clear skin she is glowing she like she does not care about this petty drama that lauren's trying to stir up in her last like five minutes of fame yeah well because i mean from her perspective it's like okay you're gone bye (laughs) like sure okay she's like this is over um one thing that was really gross about this was calvin whispering in moira's ear america thinks we're compatible and from that moment on weird how he's so touchy-feely with her i thought that he didn't like pda isn't it funny Mm. i really did not when i uh, this made me and i saw it for like the next two nights i was like oh all of a sudden america gave you i think i honestly think that now he's like oh we might have a chance to win this he he doesn't know how bottom of the barrel america thinks he is so he i think he really thought like oh maybe if we turn it up if if they liked us just when we were doing just nothing maybe they'll love us if we're more lovey-dovey and then we'll we'll win the prize because it was just it was a 180 as soon as he found out about the compatibility yeah, those were not hearts in Calvin's eyes. They were dollar signs. I mean, yeah. like there, there's such a thing as like positive reinforcement, like, oh, other people like this. Maybe I should like this. But it was just so overnight that it was not believable for me. Yeah, I don't like it at all. See, I feel like it's obviously fake and I feel like the show was setting us up to know that it was obviously fake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yes, because he went he went from like weird and stilted. He'd be so weird and stilted with Moira to all of a sudden it's just like oh loosey goosey and touchy filly and they're kissing every two seconds. That's the only thing I could think of. But like, like he's still I, weird, just no longer yeah, stilted. Oh, yeah. Right, exactly. Like no longer trying to like keep her at arm's length. Like I don't I don't think your relationship is gonna last if you needed um, approval from America for it. Oh, it's just so messy. And then, of course, Mackenzie is furious that she's now, you know, been the target of two American votes. She's like, obviously, there's a problem. Obviously, something has to change. But I'm just so confused. Like, did you say anything to Lauren that you didn't tell me? And Connor's like, well, I did say that I was confused. (laughs) <laughs> and I I have to clock this in his confessional he literally says I hope that America can see past us being incompatible mm-hmm. that's a direct 
quote. Like Connor thinks that he and Mackenzie are fundamentally incompatible, but he will never tell her that. And I keep as much as I keep like getting on Mackenzie because every two seconds she's like, "What are you doing? What did you do?" Like, <laughs> um. Every time she does it, Connor admits to something. So, of course, she should keep doing it because he's obviously not telling her everything. Like, he's <laughs> lying all of the time. And I, like, both of them are manipulating each other. And again, this is mm-hmm. not a good relationship. This is toxic as hell, which obviously yeah. to <laughs> me means it is couple goals. But, <laughs> like, she, it is so bad and she keeps finding out that he lied so obviously yep. she's yeah. going to keep questioning about what he has said and who he has said it to and I don't think that's the problem with Mackenzie the problem with Mackenzie is when she's trying to like lock it down using her body and <laughs> when it's like obviously not working but she's mm-hmm. just clinging for dear life I think the incompatible was definitely a Freudian slip there where mm-hmm. like definitely was looking for a different word, but uh, Connor knows. So uh, again, like we've all said, Mackenzie and Connor are grade a drama, but they are not the couple I see, uh, you know, being together a year from now. Right. And I feel like she gets her two months from now. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. I, I was, you <laughs> know, might be together two weeks, maybe. Showmances are are marketable. I just think she's getting painted with like the nagger brush. Like like she's she's nagging him a lot. And I honestly think it's because of his reactions every time she does it. Like honestly, if I continually to ask you questions and I find out new stuff more and more, I'm gonna keep asking because you're not telling the full truth i yeah. cannot wait for mackenzie to like flash a flashlight in his face and be like where have you been who have you been with he's giving her a lot to nag about so it's like of course she's going to when he is constantly <laughs> exactly. like when you when you know we said breadcrumbs loud when he's like saying that like oh all i said were breadcrumbs and she's constantly finding like slices of toast on it like in the morning then <laughs> like yeah she's gonna ask questions where did all of this like bread come from and she's like oh connor we me breakfast it's plain toast <laughs> <laughs> So sweet. (laughs) Um, We also get like a really cute Justine and Caleb scene where they talk about their happy America sees them as compatible. Um, Uh Caleb talking about how he heard what Justine is asking for and will follow through on that and is excited. And they're just so cute. Adorable. Yeah, big fan. I can see Justine has been listening to the podcast, dropping the it's the lips for me. So <laughs> she really knows uh, all the inside references. Got to root for a listener. Yeah, so. Justine obviously is a huge Ali Lasher stan, as we all are. Uh, I, I can't imagine how someone could not. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm sure those people exist, but I don't need to know them never loved them never heard of that never felt that never experienced that um we get it's crazy how the sorry not crazy it's wild how uh the the very night that america calls them compatible calvin got super affectionate it's not weird 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Who would have thought? I yeah, I I thought mine is them because I'm sorry, guys. Calvin and Mora, I, I really want to like fast forward through them. <laughs> like I, they do nothing for me. So while that was going on, I was laughing at Selly doing a better British accent than Lauren. <laughs> oh, I fully saw that too. <laughs> I was like Lauren. No, that was too good to be Lauren still in the house. <laughs> I missed that. I'm sad. (laughs) Oh, it's so much better. (laughs) She had it on lock. I mean, I believe it. Just wait till I finish. When I finish Downton Abbey and perfect my British accent, it's over for everybody else. I love Downton. mm, We just finished season three today and I'm sad. What a modern, relevant British accent you'll have nailed down. you know what? (laughs) It's fine. Okay, as long as I don't take Lady Grantham's weird American mix of a British accent. (laughs) That'd be really embarrassing. Um, So then they have a challenge called Tie the Knot, um, which we have been Uh, informed by uh, Scott St. Pierre that it was definitely not filmed at the Cromwell. It was filmed uh, at the top of the parking structure east of the Rio in Vegas. So if anyone's, what? you know, really well aware of Vegas uh, geography, that's where this one happened. It was on top of a parking structure. Well, I was like, okay. like wild. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so in this, mm-hmm. uh, they it's like a three-legged race, but through a bungee cord maze. That looks so hard, yo. Like I, I was like, how are you supposed to get through that? I don't think I could do that alone. Right. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I was trying to think what would my strategy be? I was like, would I just dive through the center and like try to swim through it? Like I don't I don't know. They had a survivor style challenge on the violin. But like yeah. harder than survivor, I think. And I was like, this isn't cute. <laughs> like that it's not like this is like getting them closer or like, oh, this is cute or sexy. It's just like Oh, okay. There's just like a bunch of bungee cords. I guess they really did just like pull some like whatever they had out of the closet for this one. Uh, right. It was fine. And the only thing worth like noting to me in that challenge was cotton. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Keep trading back and forth who was going to lead. I said, if this isn't uh, a representation of their relationship, I don't know what is. Well, I didn't see I enough the- lying for that. that- they acknowledged that it was a representation of their like, okay it's bad when they are in on the joke right <laughs> so right, like oh yikes um it was really funny uh, kirsten played for moira because her knee is still not right they said the, the lawyers wouldn't allow her to do a bungee cord maze <laughs> uh and it was really funny how moira's like well if i had done it we would have done better well, but also, yeah, like, she could maybe have broken could have... the strings with her crutches. <laughs> well, we could have also just not had Calvin and Moira go. Like, there was no prize. We didn't need to watch one more couple go through this. No, Calvin, right? Needed there was no prize. <laughs> so, this is very unnecessary, but okay. I. I did like how Carrington was like, well, there was handcuffs. So, of course, I couldn't stop thinking about sex. <sighs> Uh, he's yeah. so cringy. I know Jenny hates it. So uh, Carrington uh, never noticed. He's thirsty. Yeah, thirsty is a better word than the H word. We, do, uh, we, we can't say the H word in the week that uh, Jenny will be on the pod. So, but yes, <laughs> Carrington is um, very, very thirsty in this batch of episodes, and it's showing. And uh, I just, I just thought of like. 
when he almost left, I was like, man, I hate Carrington. But then I was like, Ugh, but I also hate Trey. Like, it was a toss up for me. And him staying is just, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. The stuff he, that comes out of his mouth, especially like the next episode, too. I'm just like, keep it in your pants, man. Keep it in when your pants. He called the new women for Casa Amor honeys today. Uh. I, something inside me died. <laughs> Carrington say honeys like it sh- that should not be allowed there were lo- multiple- love and sex in the air yeah multiple people were using the word honeys and uh, I don't I, I don't know I don't think that Gen Z is reappropriating honeys so <laughs> I was very confused I haven't seen anyone saying honeys on TikTok, so I I don't think that's a thing. Um, So what happened was uh, Sally and Johnny and Caleb and Justine were the top two teams. So they went to the next heat, which was um, looking through wedding cakes with your face to get rings. And uh, Johnny and Sally won, even though Caleb and Justine had a lead. And it was like, whatever. Everyone was covered in cake. It was gross. Right. Wasting cake. They were throwing cupcakes too. Like I was so upset. If they want whatever, if they want to like bust open those cakes with their faces, like that's their poor decision making. Whatever. But the cup. What about like they could have eaten the cupcakes? Yeah. (laughs) Sad day for baked goods. I would eat a cupcake, and now I can't have one. And they were just throwing them. Like there are starving podcasters in Canada, and they just wasted all that cake. God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, As if they could have mailed it to me. (laughs) I'll take a cake in the mail if they're offering to send it. Yeah, if anyone's offering, I would love actually, no, not anyone. I was about to say, there's very specific people I would take. Yeah, I was saying the producers. (laughs) I was more thinking, like, is Allie listening? Would she bake for us? Would she Ooh, mail famously it? a great baker? She's a great baker. I've seen pictures of her like baked goods. They look delicious. That's all. Um, but yeah, whatever. Uh, so they have a conversation about have any of you ever been close to being engaged before? And Justine said almost. But then he got cold feet and then we don't get to hear any more of this fascinating story that I'm very interested in because Sally goes, I'd be fine with a ring pop proposal and elope to Vegas. Because Sally is always that cool girl. Yeah, that is true. That's very, very true. I want to hear about Justine's almost engagement. I don't care about ring pops. Well, I do because it's like a delicious candy, but not in this context. I do like that that challenge did make them all think about marriage and think about um, cup, the couples talking about marriage. That, that was cute. I like that. Um, I actually really liked Calvin's rule of four seasons and a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I actually I did. think I, everybody should do that. I agree. I was like, oh, Calvin is making sense for once. So definitely uh, seemed like a good, if you know, you know, but definitely a good, you know, like bar to hit if possible. I like the road trip part, literally. Yeah, sure. If you know, you know, but if you think, you know, go on a road trip and see if you know. Right. Traveling with a significant other. (laughs) Like being locked in a car with someone will expose the truth. (laughs) Uh interesting uh we just got a link sent 
that is saying supposedly on the edge to jump back to the voting percentages that were uh, in question oh. earlier. It is uh, claiming that they did not match up on the app versus what was seen on the show. What? Oh, it's saying that Moira and Calvin were actually last place. Now that I believe. That I believe. <laughs> so I'm confused. I haven't gotten what? to read this whole article, but it's on Screen Rant if anyone wants to go look at it. Uh, they uh, I'm, we'll try to post it in the show notes if possible. Yeah, so after the, the app showed that um, the top three were uh, Sally and Johnny with eighty one point eight percent, then yep. Justine and Caleb with eight point three percent, and then yep. Mackenzie and Connor with four point three percent, and then See, Lauren and Trey, sense. Kirsten, Carrington, Moira, and Calvin. So they switched Mackenzie and Connor and Moira and Calvin probably for drama. But that's so weird. I feel like they, I don't know why they would do that. Huh. That's weird, yo. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, that's, that's like very that. weird. I don't remember the results being released on the app in the past like this. Uh, maybe it's off. And maybe like the, I would need to like, you know, check this one more time. But it definitely seems interesting. It doesn't change the result of who went home. They would have been in the bottom three anyway, but definitely at least interesting to look at and see if uh, the results are released in the future. Yeah, we got to keep an eye out on this. Hmm. That's wow. <gasps> well, then again, we can't trust trust CBS. Are y'all surprised? Well, I yeah, I for one am shocked, actually. <laughs> you telling me those aren't actually America's favorite players that are winning after here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you didn't hear it from me. Mm, you might have heard it from me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, I mind blown. Breaking news happening now. Uh, wow. But that sounds about right. Like that Johnny yeah. and Sally percentage. <laughs> we, this made a lot more sense. That. <laughs> yeah, and this all made a lot more sense. But uh, it did happen. I don't know if maybe it was like for TV. Like it was really like the top four couples were safe and they were like, okay, you guys have to save Connor and Mackenzie, which like is still misleading, but like not ultimately messing with any results. No, but it does because Moira and Calvin were the last place. Yeah, that is true. So it doesn't. Anyways, I'm really why I don't know why you didn't start that with. I got a text. Because we literally wow. got a text. Miss opportunity. Um, but thank you very much to friend of the pod, Mel got served for sending that article. Yeah, especially such good timing. Like literally <laughs> incredible timing. Uh, we flubbed it with a got a text, but we'll do better next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get... Uh, Sally has a cute comment where she says she's she's not planning about dating ever again after Johnny because Mackenzie asks if they'll be harder to date after this experience. I think Mackenzie might have trouble dating. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh, God. Um, Yeah. So we get cute. Sally and Johnny. Weird. Calvin and Moira. Like Calvin immediately yeah. is like, oh, have you ever thought about marriage? This fake man, <laughs> go away. Yes, please. 
I mean, I get that they had that challenge today, but it seems like a deep conversation for someone that you were planning on ditching a couple days ago. Right. Someone who you're like, mm, I hate PDA. I yeah. Hate yeah. America encourages it. So, <laughs> definitely not a great look there. Yeah, he's definitely playing for the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. And so then we get uh, the Connor and Mackenzie conversation, which is so great because Mackenzie's like, oh, do you have like a timeline for marriage? And he's like, oh, you know, I don't know. And she's like, well, you know, if I get married, I would want it to be sooner than later. Yeah, a big, <laughs> that is not an if. That's cool girl <laughs> Mackenzie over here. Oh, you know, if you I go. get married. Put her cool, cool girl hat on. Mackenzie, just because you say if in front of it doesn't automatically make it cool girl. (laughs) She did what she had to do. If I was going to have tea this morning, I need you to go get me it right now. Like that doesn't work. (laughs) So. Like just literally. Just incredible. Uh, she wants to have babies by 30. Uh, do you like remember being? Was she like 24 though? Yeah, like, she, so saying. she needs to meet her husband now so they can be engaged for a year. So so they can date for a year and then be engaged for a year and then get married and have a baby right away. So she, she's she got to get on it if she wants babies by 30. Hmm. Or she Person, can just like, freeze her eggs and worry about it later. Or... She can adopt a 10-year-old. Scally, <laughs> enough with you adopting a 10-year-old. When did we, when did we uh, move from talking about McKenzie? It feels like not the same yeah, this is, For anyone who is new this year to the Love Island recaps, Scally's life plan is to stay young forever. And then when he is ready, he will just adopt a 10-year-old so he can skip over the like young kid thing. And I keep telling him that no adoption agency is going to just give him a 10 year old when he's I support that I support all of that as someone who has our family adopted a eight year old and as somebody who has a 18 month old right now I support that idea skip the baby <laughs> stuff Scally. Yeah, but like, I, can, baby. I just don't know if anyone's gonna give Scally a 10 year old I am all anyone that, you know, whether it be friends or family, friends, whatever. I am the favorite. I am preparing to be all of my friends, favorite, my friends, kids, favorite uncle. I am very good with kids. Uh, I just like giving them back at the concurrently, but we'll see. And let's be real at 10 year, 10 years old. They do. they be giving them away. they be giving them away. <laughs> It's so horrible. That's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Where were we? Yes, anyway, so uh back to Caleb and Justine. Back to Caleb and Justine. Caleb says that he can't propose just yet because he can't afford the ring that she deserves. Uh which I thought was a very like smooth way to move past that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um but they both kind of talked about how they haven't really put that much thought into it. They wouldn't get married unless they're completely sure. Um Caleb wants to be a good dad and Justine's like be a strict dad. They're just so sweet. I love this couple. I, Caleb is like he can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> I say that now. <laughs> like yes he might do something wrong right whatever but until that point you know he is innocent until proven guilty okay yes yes yeah. especially the way he phrased it he's like I want to do nothing more in life than to be a good dad I was like alright like winning points there <laughs> like, 
just melted. Whereas, you know, me, I want to do nothing more than be a good cat mom. And I've already accomplished <laughs> that. So I guess there's nothing left. There you go. Uh, so there's more um, Mackenzie and Moira talking about Connor. Mackenzie's like, Connor's been hard to read. Uh, and apparently in the outside world, Mackenzie would give people years to change. <laughs> but she doesn't have a year in here. Now, I watched this episode with my sister and she said, why doesn't she have a year? Is she sick? She, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the no. way Mackenzie said that made it sound like she was sick. That's oh so sad. I was like, no, because the show ends in a month, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that she's... To show how dramatic Mackenzie is. She was like, I would give someone one to two to three years to change. It's like, Mackenzie, you want babies by 30. We got to get things moving. <laughs> like, you're giving multiple people three years to change. That's not going to work out. I... Just, Why are you trying to change people in the first place? Like, <laughs> exactly. Guess what? People don't change. Like people will show you who they are, and you people just have to believe it. them. People change, but you're not the one changing them. Yeah, but like right. I think more than anything, um, and I'm, I'm certainly not speaking from personal experience. If you want somebody to change, they're probably not going to change until they get a kick in the butt, such as you leaving and then mm. they will change and all of the things that were your concerns will be gone and you're like well great it's too late thanks for nothing <laughs> thanks for wasting my life again can we get back to love island i feel like we may have gone <laughs> why is it, why is it? um i did not come here for therapy <laughs> Yeah, Allie was all here for the therapy. Uh, I'm like, uh, (laughs) unpack your baggage on your own time. (laughs) You're right. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I love we had at the end of this episode trying to make us think that Carrington and Kirsten were going to get back together. Mm -hmm. No, it's never going to happen. No, not especially when he's like, your opening lines are trash. I'm like, okay, this is not going well immediately. <laughs> like, oh, goodbye. And so it's, then, sorry, do you have something on? No, I'm going to say, especially when you're about to tease that Casa Amor is here. No, they're not getting back together. Yes, and so then uh, it's the episode ends with the Casa Amor um, trailer, talks about 10 new islanders, how it's going to be so much, and then uh, immediately breaks to our third episode, which did not start with Casa Amor, and I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Uh-huh. But they right. set yeah. this, they set the scene so perfectly of like everything is fixed, everything is so good. We're doing <laughs> yoga, we're having yoga. fun, and then boom, <laughs> Casa Amor is here. And I do like that narratively. But when the episode started, I was like, "Oh, I want Casa Amor!" Right, right, yeah. right now, give it to me. It's, like. Yeah, you- Go ahead. No, the only thing that I was thinking like prior to like Casa Amor is one that yoga session was hilarious. Again, I think Selly is amazing. She just keeps proving that like she just gets funnier and funnier. I love her personality. And of course, Caleb is so cute still and justine <laughs> being like it's early i was like oh she is me i am her we are we like <laughs> that would have been me and then normally if someone asks a woman to smile i really hate it but when Sally did it i was like oh, okay 
<laughs> that was so funny to me. He's like, Justine, I'd love to see a smell from you this morning. And then you could tell that Justine just like can't help herself. She cracks her grin. <laughs> Definitely better than you get Calvin and Moira working out together on the side. Moira's already it's been one day that he has like turned it back on and Moira says she's falling for him and I don't feel good about this at all. How can she not see that like switch up that quick switch up like I don't understand. Moira just wants to find love and I can respect that and I hope that she does but to me I just don't know if that's in Love Island right. and I don't I'm, know how much more of this I can watch there is a little bit of a possibility where she also you know heard the America likes us and also is buying yeah. into that but uh, if that is the case then we're laying it on too thick so maybe let's see how Casa Amor goes for you guys and when Calvin does downward dog to kiss her and then go like ugh enough no, it's disgusting you. get away from me um, I hated it <laughs> um, so the girls get a text that they are going to the jacuzzi for some spa time uh, everyone kind of just leaves and Sally's the only one who goes to actually say goodbye to her man uh, and they head up and then the boys are like the girls get everything and then they get a text so they get to go on a boyscation and so they have to sneak out without the girls seeing I'll admit I would go on a boyscation it needs better branding yeah <laughs> boyscation doesn't sound fun brocation is better much, that much makes better. so much more sense um, <laughs> they dropped the ball there they really I don't know man but they they army crawled out what they're gone so as soon as they're gone Ariel can come in to let the girls know that Casa Amor is here and there are some new boys moving in um yeah. did any of you notice any like really notable like reactions to Casa Amor happening uh, I feel like Sally was very surprised. It seems like a lot of these people maybe watched season one of US and not any of the UK because right. they did not seem like maybe I think Justine kind of was like, oh, like you guys always like have tricks or whatever. But like pretty much everyone else, like Johnny and yeah, like a lot of people were like, oh, my God, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I at first because. At first, the girl said, oh, like when they when she first said something and then when she started to explain it, like, oh, I was like, OK, so y'all didn't know in the first gasp. <laughs> like, They're like, oh, this sounds shocking. I will react right. to this. And then they had no idea. Yeah, the group, that was good. You clocked that. Um, so then we meet the five new boys. So we get Mike. He's 26. He is a sales rep. He says he's a good dancer and that women will tell that him that they can tell he's good in bed because of how he dances um aaron is 26 and is a cake decorator he says mm-hmm. the women don't believe that he's a cake decorator because he has such a good body um and he also calls the women honeys i think he talks about how he feels like he's in high school and there's like a group of honeys and i'm like ew okay so what pa was saying honeys around all the right <laughs> yes like where did this come from it's not real um, we get uh, DeAndre. He is 25. He's a baseball player. Uh, 
being a baseball player helps him with girls. And he says, uh, <clears throat> ladies, your daddy is here. Uh, if I catch anyone calling a 25 year old boy daddy, you're in timeout. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the last new guy is Pat. He is 28. Oh. What? We got two more. Oh, there's two more. Oh my God. Ugh. Hey, was, there's, God. there's so many men. Anyway, so Pat is to me the last one because, of course, I think Pat is very attractive. So watch out. Oh, He's well. probably toxic. Um, <laughs> he wants to shake things up. Uh, he's very calm. He says confidence stands out right away. Um, and we get, wait, are there two more? No, it yeah, was Pat and then oh, okay. Jalen. And then Jalen. He's 27. He's in software sales. He says he stands out with his bad boy vibe with his blonde hair. Says he is the hottest person you'll run into. And he's into Moira. And, uh, okay. Right. He's like, uh, all right, Jalen, I guess. He's cute, though. Like, I will give it to that. He is very cute. Um, I, these boys like i think i wrote meh next to them like they're <laughs> like they're all really cute and like really nice but i was just like waiting i was running down the list and i was just like i don't like i guess just going off looks it's, it's really bad but like i didn't think any of them really matched up with some of the girls i was like man i really wanted them to get some like real like temptation in there and i'm thinking of the girls that i think would let slip and i don't see any guys that are like really for them to be quite honest but i mean i would say it really i feel like jalen stands out as first of all super confident and also uh multiple women were into him on the initial night at least yeah. uh, i usually will say with casa amor and this is uh, about them as tv characters less so than looks but uh it's about quantity not quality sometimes here right. <laughs> where it is like uh let's introduce a lot of people and hope one of these stick so you will generally get you know at least a couple actually that end up working i think you know we all think carrington and kirsten are going to find someone new but i do think that a few of these uh people just by fact of being away from who they're coupled up with for the first time uh mm -hmm. for a couple days at that is really going to make them you know they're not used to being away and this is their first chance and i think it's going to break some of them yeah and i i i'm sorry Kirsten. No, i no, just no. wanted to say one more thing about Jalen. i did like how he said like he doesn't like he doesn't date what well, he said something like he wants to date for marriage or something like that if i remember correctly was that him am i just maybe it, 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 it certainly could have been him Okay. <laughs> there were so many it's like yeah. just so many people and they literally just give you the bios like boom 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 and you're they like really did. oh my god I didn't even get a chance to breathe let alone to actually distinguish what any of these people look like um, mm -hmm. it's it's really tough with all of these new ones um, the one thing I noticed that um, the women in the villa also noticed is that these are a little bit older than the original men that started and so I do think that that will play a role 
uh, Kirsten is continually bringing up how she is single, uh, which I think, you know, <laughs> good. Like, draw attention mm-hmm. to the fact that you're the one that doesn't have an established relationship. Like, these men should be vying for her attention because she is their best bet to stay. Exactly. Like, she should definitely have, like, all available options open to her. So, good for her. Excited that she gets uh, to meet five new guys after things did not work out with Carrington. And, uh, yeah. A good group overall. No, no one stands out yet, but like you said, like I went to, I think they posted their pictures on like Instagram the day before, and I was like, can we even get their names on here with that? Like, I don't know who wow. these people are. Yeah, and there is like a people.com article that has all their cast photos with their names. And even still, I'm like, okay, well, like, is that the one that I saw at this part of the villa? Or. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, too many people, like you guys said. I couldn't keep them. I couldn't keep up with all of them. Yeah, we'll be good when we have like you know, couple episodes under our belt. Yeah, we have when, six episodes with these people. We'll get used to. Them. Oh my oh, god, wow. I didn't know it was that. Really? That's they said. They said it is going to be six episodes of Casa Amor, so it's going to go until Jeez, like next Tuesday. That's why all of them are breaking up if it's six episodes. <laughs> They're not waiting six episodes to go back. I mean, I don't know if they'll wait six days to go back, but it's going to be six episodes. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If it's six episodes, maybe they're really stretching it out and then, you know, going to play catch up on the tail end. It's six episodes. They said it in the voiceover. Okay, well, I'm sorry I was writing notes. Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, hey, the I am not complaining. I like Casa Amor, and I am hoping things get mixed up. As much as I like some of these couples and I like some of these islanders, I am here for drama. That is why we're here. Wow. Yeah. Six uh, episodes. I'm gobsmacked at that. (laughs) I mean, at least I think that's what they said. And I, I mean, that obviously includes this one. Sure. So it could also be, be very much like the. They could also like, be counting the recap as one, right? So it's like mm-hmm, it could be maybe. tonight, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. Like wrap it up on Sunday. Exactly. Like Sunday morning is like okay. Here's the results. Now moving on. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, I, like we'll be done with it either Sunday or Monday next week. But okay. um, it's yeah, it's gonna take a little while. Which I'm actually really glad that they're leaning into it like that to get the maximum impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd yeah. much rather that than it be like, okay, it was two days and it didn't work and now it's not coming back in yeah, the future. Yeah, like when they did the Love Liner last summer and it was like, what was this? What was the point? This mm-hmm. is right. <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, at least they're, you know, actually doing it instead of a half measure this year. Very fair. Um, so over at Casa Amor, uh, Carrington is so excited because there's love and sex in the air. There's a, yeah. a banana being peeled on the wall, for God's sake. So what could be sexier than that? <laughs> I was like, uh, this, that's not an emoji that people use. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this, Carrington. And then they're excited about the bidet, and I thought it was really funny how all the guys were definitely razzing Connor. Like, you know Connor talked about the bidet after the hideaway. <laughs> And they're like, ooh, Connor, there's a bidet. You can couple up with the bidet. Yeah, everyone else. They were like, we're so excited for Casa Amor, and Connor's excited about the bidet. So (laughs) everyone had something there. There's something for everyone. Um, So then we get the uh, five new women who come in. So uh, first up is Cher. She is 22, a hostess slash bartender. She wants to turn heads. She's into Johnny because he can, quote, Throw her around. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we've got. He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> uh, Cher was the only one who I wrote. I was like, oh, she is beautiful. <laughs> like, she is very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, Cher's very stunning. Uh, Mercedes is a nanny who wants kids in the future. She has their names chosen already. She's not in a rush, guys. It's fine. <laughs> um, we got uh, Janelle. She talked about how small she is, that she is fun size, not bite size, uh, and that she wants to hypnotize Caleb with her booty. Leave Caleb alone. Thank you. Get out. Get out. I will say. I have heard Janiel's friends apparently aren't very, very, very messy on social media. And uh, even before the episode premiered or there were any previews out about her going for Caleb, all of her, apparently it was very much like Janiel's going to like ruin Justine. Don't come from Justine. We already said it, Janiel. If you are going to aim at the queen you had better not miss that's all i've got to say about that then we have laurel she's 22 she is a business owner and i truly want to know what mlm i think it's probably monet the hair one Oh, no. <laughs> That's my suspicion. I think that she's an independent Monet uh, consultant. Um, but she wants a guy who's not intimidated by her success, okay? Um, uh, then we get Faith, who is 26. She is a she owns a pageant consulting company, which, you know what? Sounds like a real company to me. Uh, she said that men are like sweaters. You have to try them on, and the minute one scratches, you take it off. Cashmere only. And I really liked... The way she said that, like, I'm, I'm going to take that in, internalize that for my life. Uh, was she the one that was from Alabama? Oh, am I asking I the wrong people the wrong question? No, I, I think, I think Laurel. Laurel. Laurel is the oh. one from Alabama because she said, I'm from Sweet Home, Alabama. And I said, I don't think that's a real town. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't say I'm from Sweet Home, Alabama. That's not a place. If that's the case, I'm I, I I mixed two girls up then because I thought so is Laurel blonde? Yes. Laurel's blonde. Oh snap. Okay, I'm gonna just sit here and eat my food. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm sorry, keep keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yep. Okay, Laurel's that is all blonde. of them. Okay, good. That is all. Um I was really scared I missed a woman now. But I should have known that I would never miss a woman. <laughs> There you go. Um, so Calvin is immediately all about these women. Uh, crazy how that works. Uh, and uh, Mercedes is like, why are you all being so quiet? And they all call out Connor for being on a leash. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That was awkward. Yeah, the jokes are being thrown around. I mean, they get to watch them before they come in, so they definitely know uh, what uh, what all the viewers are thinking is probably going to be the same viewpoint for them. But what yeah. makes me upset about this is that they have all then seen how Connor actually is, and they yep. should not be trying to pursue him. They should just be like, go be alone forever and stop lying to people. <laughs> But the crazy conniving girlfriend is the edit that CBS want to give give McKenzie. So 
it, it's unfortunate. I just hey, want everyone Casa, to see through that. Casa Amor is about finding a crack and globbing your way on so you can get back in the real house and then ditch them. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. They see Connor and Mackenzie. There are cracks. And if you can exploit that, great. End up in the real house. Doesn't matter if you're with Connor later, Connor now. You got to get over there before you can make any other moves. They smell blood in the water. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I guess that's fair enough. Um, and then also all of the men say that what happens in the casa stays in the casa. I mean, you saw that coming a mile away. I was I was just waiting for somebody. I was like, who's going to say it? Like, that's so Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't heard more of that kind of joke <laughs> this season, to be honest. Right. Um, so Moira and Jalen talk. Jalen talks about how he loves Moira's personality, especially her eyes and her smile, which I think are really good aspects of personality. Um, <laughs> like, I just he's like, oh, I just love your personality. Especially your eyes and your smile. I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> great. My um, favorite part, my favorite part of your personality is your looks. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, oh my god, Moira calls him a hottie and is like happy that somebody would be forward, but also he is making her nervous. Ooh, but like nervous in a bad way or a good way? Yeah, <laughs> she's already had James to make in a bad way. Oh no! Yeah, he he might be too much for Moira to handle. Like she's just, she she doesn't know what to do with herself with him, and not like in a bad way. I just think I don't I don't know if he would be her type necessarily. And I think she I think she would doubt like his sincerity because I I think Moira kind of has some self esteem things going on especially with her last relationship but i think i jalen the the stuff that jalen said coming into i can see why he would like her moira is a great catch i just don't know if she sees that sometimes Mm -hmm. i think that's put very well Mm -hmm. um we get to see uh selly and aaron back at the main villa uh Aaron really wants to get to know her, even though he knows that they're a solid couple. And she's like, yeah, we are. But obviously, we're like, we're both realistic. I don't want to hold him back if he's finding his perfect woman. But then you can tell in her confessionals that she's like, uh, where's Johnny? I miss him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. none of these boys I really don't think is for Sally. Like, no. A.A. Ron, what do you think you're going to do? You ain't going to do nothing, A.A. Ron. <laughs> when he walked in and said, I'm Aaron, A.A. Ron, I, I almost bit. turned off lie. my TV. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I get that reference. <laughs> he is, uh, it's not happening here. I feel like they're showing this in order to show how committed Selly ultimately is towards exactly. Johnny, especially as realizing it. Uh, maybe not going to get the same back, but uh, I don't think that anything is really going to go there. But Aaron is going to try whether with Selly or with other people. We can tell. Yeah, he'll he'll do what he has to do. Um, then back at Casa More, we see Johnny and Mercedes. Johnny's like, "Yeah, you caught my eye. Um, like you'd be hard to resist, but I do have Selly in the back of my mind." I'm like, "You need to try harder, sir." please yes try try much much harder it's been half an hour johnny let's go (laughs) like really Ugh, just hurts Uh, that 81.8 percent is feeling pretty uh you know backstabbed right now very shaky right now very shaky 
just hurts. Um, Faith thinks that uh, she and Calvin would make a good couple because they both have the best hair. And that is what you need in a relationship. Okay. I think this is the one I got mixed up with Laurel. Yep. That's her. Mm, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, it, you know what? And that's all that needs to be said about that, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> we get what I think is going to be probably one of the lucky not lucky, more successful matches is Carrington and Laurel. Um, he calls her beautiful and she's like, wow, I'm so surprised at how nice you are. I didn't think I would like you, but I do. Which I feel like everyone else that has been attracted to Carrington has been so like like fawning over him that I feel like the concept of someone, even if they're like, yeah, I like you, but I didn't think I would. I feel like that's just enough of a dig that he's going to be like, I will have to show her that I'm so Mm -hmm. charming. (laughs) Did not see this couple at all. Uh, It was like probably would have been five out of five. If you would ask me to guess who Carrington was going to couple up with. Uh, And especially with her being like, yeah, I had zero interest in you. So, but maybe it'll work. But I I think Carrington is not going to close himself off with just the first person he talks to. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Uh, So Connor talks to Cher and Connor's like, yeah, I'm in a relationship, but without the labels. And I am like, "Uh, excuse me. Did you not just become official like two days ago? Well, but then they became unofficial and then unofficial and then they became unofficial. So you got to keep up. I can't keep up. I'm not going to lie. Connor and Cher, they look really good together. (laughs) (laughs) This might happen. Uh, at the same time I'm horrible I'm sorry guys I'm sorry I just really like Cher I don't know she she gives off good vibes even though she's barely on the the TV (laughs) well we'll see you know we have six episodes to find out if that is right oh so many (laughs) well that's like imagine how we felt when we found out that Love Island was gonna be like two full weeks longer than we thought it was gonna be yeah Yeah. imagine how tired we are (laughs) (laughs) And then we get uh, Caleb and Janelle uh, talking about how, you know, Justine isn't it. Forget about her. Like, oh, she won them hands. Like, like Janelle really wants to come back to Twitter just dogging her because I, I was upset. I was upset. Ugh. Like, what is this woman talking about? Like, enough. Yeah, not good. Like, and this is coming in. Like, I know Calvin came in and was kind of like, like, oh, it was it Calvin? No, it was Caleb came in and was like, oh, like they're not here right now. Like, we don't need to talk about them. But like Mm -hmm. the like, no, they're not it. Forget about them. Like, they're done. They're like that is like uh, half a step further, and it's just not looking great. So I don't know. I'm going to, especially with supposedly uh, Janelle's. friends you know uh, you know not being the nicest on social media so far i am cautious <laughs> and yeah. i'm gonna say right now if we're gonna talk about any of these women to be it justine is mm-hmm. right <laughs> like- <laughs> and i just caleb what about caleb do you think would make him want you by like kind of like bulldozing like yeah like it doesn't really strike me as something that would work on him but i guess we'll see 
I mean, she does have the confessional where she's like, I don't know how faithful these guys are going to be. Actually, not at all. So, like, uh, from a mess perspective, I am here. <laughs> but it is like, uh, can you be messy away from Justine, please? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I typically am excited that people are willing to at least put themselves out there and mix it up. You didn't mm-hmm. lie, but I'm just very protective over Justine. Oh, like I said. Um, Mackenzie says, hey guys, let's pack for the boys. So I'm assuming production said, hey, you guys got to pack for the boys. And they're all sending like, they're like, oh, let's not send them their nice clothes. Mackenzie sends a teddy bear for Connor. Uh, Selly sprays a pair of panties with her perfume and sends those. Uh, and when he gets them, he does smell them. So I guess that was the <laughs> right thing to do. <laughs> that was yeah. so weird. I feel like this is a move that people pull on the show pretty often. I like how Mackenzie is like, oh, this bear has cameras and it. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It doesn't have any cameras. Uh, but Mercedes is a nanny, so she will be able to clock a nanny cam if it in fact does, you know. So we will ultimately Connor like kisses Gus. Uh, so that was a good sign where I thought, OK, maybe Connor will actually not be straying where before that I did not have much faith in, you know, how loyal he was going to be there. When Johnny smells the panties and goes, they smell just like her and then looks up and goes her perfume. I just wonder <laughs> what part of that conversation got cut out. Mm. <laughs> yeah like just and like it's, I just, uh, why um so both uh villas will be getting a party uh they are gonna like play the same games and then they cut back and forth between the two parties uh and they play they basically play uh they play tower of truth actually which is um it's jenga but with truth or dare on them didn't they call it like uh tumbling towers or something <laughs> yeah, it was it was probably like it was something Tower of Truth, but yeah, but it was probably like, oh, but tumbling Tower of Truth, and so it's just Jenga, both Truth and Dares. And when this game started, I had like an attack. I was like, is this a two-hour episode? Because I swear to God, right? We're podcasting they, tonight. Like they can't do this to me. I was like, you're really starting a game at nine fifty seven. Like this game looks more fun than a three minute segment. I don't know why we got the, you know, bungee cord maze for 45 minutes, but this was relegated to the end of an episode. Right. They just wanted to be dramatic with that whole Johnny and Mercedes stuff at the end. Oh, yes. (laughs) And I hate it. I hate it. Thank you. I hate it. Uh, So some of the things that happened during Tower of Truth, again, they cut back and forth between the villa and Casa Amor. Uh, Connor licks Cher's earlobe. Um, Says he's thinking about Mackenzie. Uh, Aaron and Mackenzie kiss, and it seems like an actual good kiss. Mm -hmm. And Mackenzie in confessional is like, you know, Connor said we should enjoy the process. Like, I'm going to enjoy the process. And I was very surprised by that. But get a girl. I like how the narrator made fun of her her for doing the 180. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good call out. Um, 
And then what else did we have? We had uh, Carrington and Laurel kissing, uh, Mike and Kirsten kissing, uh, Sally getting really overwhelmed thinking about Johnny and missing him, spliced with Mercedes <laughs> licking whipped cream off of Johnny's nipples. Yeah, and splice back to Selly crying in confessional, uh, hoping he's feeling the same way as her. And uh, preview may indicate otherwise. This made me so sad, especially when like Johnny, like he kind of like accidentally kissed Mercedes at the end of that whipped cream dare. And I was like, oh, God, because you could see like you saw him like kiss her. And then he's like, oh, snap. Like you can mm-hmm. see he's like he got caught up. I was like, oh, man, uh, I'm, I'm scared, y'all. Yeah, not great. I mean, I like that we're getting a uh, look into, like, I really did not expect Mackenzie. Like, she kisses Aaron. She's talking to Jalen also, saying that he's probably the guy she would be interested in out of anyone here. So, and you get uh, Mike and Kirsten talking. So I like that they're setting these up. Uh, but I didn't want Johnny to be one of the guys that's being set up so quickly. Yeah, like it just hurts. Yeah, it's going to happen. You know that like some couples, it's always uh, the UK version. Casa Amor has broken some real strong couples stronger than I would have assumed anyone here was at this point. It does feel a little early in the season for Casa Amor. Usually I feel like they are trying to uh, really test more established couples. Uh, but maybe I don't know if we're dealing with as long of a season. I don't know if yeah, they wanted is, more drama. Week three of a six week season. so. When else would they do it if not now? Uh, I mean, maybe like one. I guess we're in week three, so we're moving into week four. I guess week four sounds about right, but I don't know. I guess that makes sense, I guess. I also didn't expect it to be six days, so that probably contributes. (laughs) Well, that's what they said. (laughs) So there. Now, last week, last week with Ali Lasher, we just threw out a bunch of drinking game rules and said... We're not going to do this, but if we were, what would some good drinking rules be? And uh, Logan Bitsdom slid into our DMs with points for these Sunday and Monday episodes. And I think uh, we can't do a drinking game because um, there was three drinks for obvious gaslighting, four drinks for kissing with sound, one drink for licking, five drinks for extra coupling kissing, two drinks for emotional blindside and two chug your drinks for Ariel. We can't do this. People will die. Yeah, that's only for two episodes. That didn't even include the third. They didn't even include Ariel in this episode which was, she was there plus so much kissing plus every, like we can't, we simply can't do this. I'm sorry. It's too dangerous. If you're binging this show, like I know many people do, that's going to run into some problems because yeah. the rule that I would have suggested was what for Casa Amor specifically when someone kisses someone outside of their, you know, that is not their partner. And that's going to be happening a lot. Oh. So dangerous. You're trying to give people cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah, like we, can't, we, do, we do not endorse this drinking game. We do not encourage it. Just it, it casually enjoy like a glass of wine with the episode and like leave it. At that. But if anyone does have drinking game rules and wants to send them over uh, for a fun one, then you can let me know. But I'm not going to be publicly making any drinking games here. Yeah, we're trying not to die. So. No. <laughs> um. 
We also, we didn't really get, I, I'm like a bad person. I didn't post a question thread in time, and that's on me. No, it is my fault. Please don't try to like take it back. Yeah, the only question we had was the one from Spermwell Army, um, which we mm-hmm. answered about the kiss Mary, whatever. Um, I will be better about posting question threads in the future. I apologize um, to the audience as well as Tamari for the letdown on audience questions. I'm good. It's kind of past my bedtime. Yeah, it's late. So, it's so too late. Good. <laughs> it took this took too long. Um, so, that, that's what happens when you have three jam packed episodes. Right? Like it was so mm-hmm. long. Like they haven't been this good on like the early part of the week. But then it's I'm like, oh, we're keeping Mari up. Uh, um, <laughs> but we're we're just about done. Um, Scally, do you want to uh, go through the iTunes spiel? It seems like you really love doing it. I love talking about the iTunes. Uh, always appreciate the five star iTunes reviews. Uh, we've talked about them. I'm trying to get the updated. Let me see. Have people been on top of their game? Yes, we're leaving. up to 55 reviews and 54 of them are five star. I'm seeing 56 ratings actually up there and some new reviews that I'm going to go read later. So that is awesome. Always excited about the uh, iTunes. Do you have the link handy to give out? Because I know we'll post it later also. Yes. So uh, again, we accept five star reviews only, please. Um, Nothing less than five stars. Um, And that is robhaswebsite.com slash Pod. Please rate and review us because it makes us feel better about how much time we spend on this. Um, and then, Mari, we've come to the end. Thank you so much for joining us today. This no has been problem. a joy for me, and I hope that uh, even though we kept you up too late, uh, that it's okay. Uh, Mari, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Mari Talks Too Much on Twitter. Uh, that's two, like the number two. Um, honestly, this was really great. I love Love Island. I love talking about all types of reality TV show, TV shows, and you guys are hilarious. I'm so glad I can come on here. Hopefully, I can come back at least one more time before the end of the season. Um, <laughs> I did not know it was going to be six weeks. I thought it was going to be a little longer than that. But this has been this has been so great. I I cannot say enough about and to follow the amazing Ali Lasher and just to flame her hot takes. It's been it's been fun. It's been real. <laughs> well, yeah, no, please. Like like we said earlier, thank you so much for having on. Definitely. You've killed all expectations that were already high. So <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, Incredible. Uh, everyone go follow Mari. We love her. We stand her and go show her some love. And Scally, where can people find you? I am on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. I also recorded a podcast with the challenge wrap up team and Matt Ligori talking about the upcoming rumored cast of season 36 of the challenge mm-hmm. that should be released uh, before the season starts. I, we are just waiting to see what day that actually comes out, but that is recorded as well as we will soon be recording a preview draft with uh, uh, the great Colin Stone and Haley Strong over on the Dom and Colin network. So you can expect both of those to be coming out uh, soon. 
Amazing. And if people want to hear more from me, they can find me on all social media at Kirsten Said What. Uh, check out the Riverdale recaps over on Kowski Cast. That's cow with a K. And like, I'm sure I'll probably make a return to Big Brother podcast at some point, but. I need to get a desk and also would love if something good would happen on Big Brother before I do that. Mm. Um, so check us out there. Um, as well, this podcast is made possible by the patrons of Rob Has a Podcast. Uh, if you have any spare change and you are getting enjoyment from the podcast, uh, always appreciate patrons. That's at robhasawebsite.com slash patron. Uh, thank you so much for joining us again. So happy to have had Mar- Mari on with us. I, now I'm thinking about Mary Kwiatkowski. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so we will see you at the end of this week. We'll be, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure that uh, Jenny Autumn will be joining us to recap the rest of this week. Uh, and so we will see you next time. So we don't care about the love that might be there Yeah, we just want to see the drama There you go. Sorry. Oh, my God. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.